0: Welcome to the fourth episode of Inside the Stands Sports Podcast. In this week's edition, we will look ahead to the 55th Super Bowl and also look at the top five free agents from each position for this year's NFL offseason. Lastly, we will review a big trade that went on in the NFL this past week. I'm Owen Willis, as always, joined by Dylan Wobblum. This is Inside the Stands Sports Podcast. Let's go. Super Bowl week, baby. Yeah, pretty exciting.
1: It'll be fun to watch this game.
0: Yeah, it's definitely going to be the highlight of 2021 so far, if I do yep. say so myself. Yep. <laughs> Okay, well, let's look ahead to that Super Bowl game. Uh, just a couple quick facts. Um, the last seven Super Bowls have had at least one former or current uh, Patriots quarterback. Um, we had Tom Brady a couple times, and then Cam Newton in Super Bowl 50, Jimmy Garoppolo last year, and then Tom Brady again, not with the Patriots this year. Um, yeah, pretty crazy. It just, it's really cool to see how how big of a dynasty, Bill Belichick's, Bill yeah, and a ripple effect almost. And a yeah, uh, ripple effect. One, uh, one more fact before we get into the game itself. Russell Wilson and Patrick Mahomes, who are two of the biggest quarterbacks in the game, uh, have very similar first seasons, or first three seasons. Russell Wilson and Patrick Mahomes both lost in the playoffs their first season. They both won Super Bowls in their second season, and they both faced Tom Brady in the Super Bowl in their third season. And that didn't work out too well. Uh, for Russell Wilson, but let's see how it works out for Patrick Mahomes this week. Yep, the
1: famous, the famous pass on uh, third and inches from it, from the goal line with
0: Marshawn Lynch. I don't know one if people will really re- relive that moment. One yard, one yard. I saw something today. It was like, I wear a Seahawks jersey every time I have a test, so I pass when I'm not supposed to.
1: <laughs> I saw that too. That was pretty
0: funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, yeah. So like we said, Tom Brady's been in a lot of Super Bowls. This is his tenth. He doesn't even look like the same person as he was um, in his first, and he's definitely not the same quarterback. Um, no, nope, not at all. But he still has the playoff magic, as he proved uh, two weeks ago in Green Bay. I thought Green Bay was going to win that game, but Tom Brady, I mean, changed my mind. Yep. Uh,
1: Tom Brady, I bet against him every single game this week, literally every single game. I had the football team winning, then I had the Saints winning, then I had the Packers winning,
0: and he's proved me wrong every time. Um, and we'll get to our game picks this week, but uh, yeah. Yeah, you got you got to listen to him. And then Patrick Mahomes, he's looking to go back to back. He was in the Super Bowl last year, um, but something that's it's going to be a factor for the first time is this is the first time ever where a um, the uh, one of the teams in the Super Bowl is playing at their home field. Um, Tampa, it's in Tampa Bay this year. Um, but yeah, so that that'll be interesting. I don't know how much of a factor. I know they'll have a little bit of fans, but still. Um, but yeah. So let's get into this one. Uh, Like we said, Tom, yeah, like I said earlier, Tom Brady, big playoff um, comebacks. Um, Same with Patrick Mahomes, uh, playoff match from both of them. It's going to be probably a shootout. And I think the better defense is Tampa Bay. Uh, We've talked about their fast linebackers multiple times. And we'll talk about one of their linebackers later, Levante David, um, who is a uh, free agent this offseason which will be big, but I think he's definitely going to have to make a difference in this game Um, getting to Patrick Mahomes, who can be a little squirmy.
1: Yeah, Patrick Mahomes really good at making big plays. And I actually, uh, in the write-up for this week for the offense, for the Chiefs, I said uh, if Patrick Mahomes is able to make those crazy Patrick Mahomes plays that he was able to make all season in the playoffs so far this season, um, I think he will. And he did last Super Bowl to win. Um, I think think it'll put the favorites, uh, the three-and-a-half-point favorites, um, in the lead, but I also was just gonna say, uh, just to talk about the Chiefs' offense real quick. Um, Tyreek Hill in the first game against the Bucks, uh, the prime time game on uh, on November 29th, ninth, uh, he had two hundred and two over two hundred yards and two touchdowns in the first quarter alone. In um, this this the first quarter, he really torched the Bucks secondary. Um, they were playing they they were playing man, and Ty- Tyreek Hill just really. Um, overpowered that man coverage. I wouldn't expect to see that this uh on Sunday. Um so I think they'll switch to most mostly zone coverage. So I think Travis Kelsey, um one the best tight end all year and one of the best tight ends ever will be the key to finding open spots in the zone in, in zone coverage. Yeah. Um and if Mahomes
0: is able to make those plays I think I think the Chiefs will win. Yeah, he he uh Travis Kelsey looked like the best pro uh best tight end of all time last week or two weeks ago. Um, let's see if you're going to have to do it again. And that's another thing um, with the Chiefs offense is they're really able to spread you out, um, make you look silly. Cause they've got speed on the outside and then they've just, they've got a big man and Travis Kelsey on the inside. Yep. Um, and then they have Patrick Mahomes who can do everything and anything um, yep. in you're the probably. pocket. Um, but yeah, so let's talk about the, the Buccaneers offense uh, led by Tom Brady, um, big name, wide receivers, big name, tight end, kind of like the Chiefs. Um, but I think I've said this last week or two weeks ago, and I'll say it again. I think Leonard Fournette needs to get going again. He's definitely a great player for them out of the backfield. He gives Brady a second option because Brady isn't like other quarterbacks in this league where he's not very mobile. And so, um, the check down is always, um, like he had James White in New England, who was really special in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, so something like a check, a check and a letter has been a lot of, <sighs> Caught a lot of checkdowns this year, um, and made him into big plays. So it's almost like a James White connection there. And um, Fournette, I think he's gonna have to get going again. And I think it won't be that hard to get him going.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean Brady's played well this offseason, I mean, this playoff playoff uh, the postseason, but he hasn't really blown the socks off most viewers like he had in previous years. I know he because th- he, th- he threw the three picks last um last two weeks ago against the Packers. He threw. Uh, an interception against the Saints. Uh, he almost lost to Taylor Haneke in the football team. But I think he's done enough, and he's done a Tom Brady thing, and he just won. Like he, There's nothing else you can say about it. He just won games. Um, the wide receiver core, Brown, Evans, and Godwin, like Owen talked about, they're all stars. But they are a bit banged up. Brown was quite, is questionable for this game. Uh, with the knee injury, Godwin's been hurt. His, his he's had concussion problems all year, and his uh, he's still a bit shaken up there. And Evans is Evans just is just a tough player, but he's played through injuries as well. Um, I think, like we've said all season, like Owen just said, if they can get the run game going, and then if they can get the the play action game, the short pass game going, um, it'll be super tough to stop because then the Chiefs have to worry about the the big play deep deep downfield with all the three the three studs at wide receiver, and then they also have to worry about the the short game and uh, the play action Brady's specialty, like I've talked about all all postseason, um, is the play action, and if he can get that cooking, it's so tough for the defenses to stop. Um, so I think if if Brady can get the play action game going and then is able to hit some deep passes downfield, do his three stars, um, four stars really with Gronk, um, I think it'll be.
0: I think the Bucks should win, but it'll be it will be interesting to see if they can get that going. Yeah, there's no clear favorite here in this game. Um, but talking about the big three wide receivers for Tampa, um, definitely going to be hard to stop. Um, but also someone who has to step up on the Chiefs defense is Tyron Matthew, um, who's a really uh, player kind of plays out of his mind. Um, so I think him locking up with um, he's a very physical player. So him maybe locking up uh, with Chris Evans downfield. Um, or Mike Antonio him, Mike Brown, him, Mike, Mike, Mike Evans. Sorry, yeah. Mike Evans or Antonio Brown, locking them up, giving them trouble. Because that's really what you need to do is not necessarily stop them, but give them trouble. Um uh, yeah. Because, like you said, they're battling injuries. So if you're able to frustrate them, that can maybe get them get them off their game, um, which um, is what the Chiefs want to do um, in terms of that wide receiver core that can be very explosive.
1: Yeah. Uh, the Chiefs' defense made a front runner for MVP this year look foolish as with Josh Allen. Um, but the, the Tom Brady uh, will be able to will be able to look to dissect the Chiefs' zone D that they've been playing all season. They that what they have been able to run well against other opponents. But Tom Brady is one of the best passers of all time, one of the best players of all time, maybe the best player of all time. And so he'll be able to dissect that Chiefs' zone defense like he was able to do in the second half this year in the in the earlier matchup. Um, but I think the key to this this game is the Chiefs' D line. In the first game against the the Bucks, um, Frank Clark had one tackle, Alex Okufor had three tackles only, uh, and Chris Jones had no tackles. And I think that's a huge part of that D line. The three best players in their D line um, are were able to penetrate the the the, the, the line all season, um, but they weren't. They, they only had one sack combined. Uh, the whole the whole defense only had one sack last time. And if they if they if they if they can't get pressure to Brady, he'll be able to work the short game. He'll be, he'll be able to work the running game. Just they they can't have that happen because then Brady will get on a run, and uh and just work like he has been all season. Um. So, but if they're able to dis- disrupt the play action game and get pressure to the quarterback, uh, they should be able to win. Um. So
0: we'll see though. Yeah, let's just briefly talk about the Bucks defense. We talked about um. The Chiefs' offense being able to spread uh, teams out. Levante David, uh, he's gonna have to try to be able to lock Travis Kelsey up. But I think, um, I mean, you said that Patrick Mahomes is gonna have to make Patrick Mahomes plays. Um, but I also think that the the Buccaneers' D line is definitely gonna have to make him make those plays. Um, yep. They're gonna have like you. They're gonna have to throw pressure because someone even as talented as Patrick Mahomes can't make every sidearm pass. Um, so they just need to disrupt him kind of get him off his game never don't really get him in let him get into a groove same with tyree kill because if either one of them gets going it it's near impossible for them to stop like you said 200 yards first quarter alone so and they just kept going so of course you need to slow him down can't really let him get into a groove can't let him start fast
1: yeah uh the the book's secondary really isn't that well known there's there's a couple third round picks um and then, but the linebackers, like we talked about, um, mainly Devin White, who's been banged up in the postseason, but he's going to be a key to stopping the, the short pass game with the running backs and even, like, some drag routes with some of the fast wide receivers. Uh, he's he's maybe the fastest ty- linebacker in the league when he's healthy. Um, one of the, be- the best prospects out of college. Um, and if he's able to keep the... Short pass game going with the Chiefs, which they don't use a lot of, but they do. They they have before. They Mahomes like to get a little short passes to Kelsey, some passes to Le'Veon Bell. Um, if you if if we is able to control the the front the the front seven box, um, it'll be very good. Uh, and the secondary really just have to do it the best they can to stop Mahomes. I mean, it's it's almost impossible, especially with uh, with the receivers that the Chiefs have. But they have to do the best they can. Like you talked about, kind of disrupt them if the best they can to uh, to, to to get the, the win. But um, if they're not able
0: to disrupt them, I don't, I don't think they have any chance. Yeah, it's it's, it's definitely going to be a good game. I mean, both offenses have their has their strengths and weaknesses, and both defenses know how to get those weaknesses out of them, and that's why they're both in the Super Bowl, and that's why it's going to be a great game. All right, let's get into our game picks. Game picks for this game before we move on. I mean, I'm sorry. Tom Brady's proved us wrong so many times and they and I just really thought to myself this week like there's there's just there's so much I don't know. I feel like this game could be a shootout and I think it's going to come down to whose defense plays better and I think the Buccaneers defense has played better even though they played really well against the Bills and being able to limit Josh Allen I still think the Buccaneers' defense can prevail here. And I'm going to have to go with the Buccaneers' Tom Brady uh, to get a seventh Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go – I bet against Tom Brady all postseason for for now. And I think – I just just hate to do it again, but I think I'm going to. I think the Chiefs are just too good um, to just bet against them as well. Uh, And I got Chiefs winning uh, 35 to –
0: Thirty-one in a super high-scoring game. Yeah. Okay. Oh, if if you're doing scores, I'll say the Buccaneers. Um, I think the Buccaneers will probably take this one. Um, probably. I think. I think they try to limit. I think it's maybe more of like a thirty-one twenty-five game. Honestly. Okay. 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 We'll I think. See. We'll I see. think it's. I. I don't know. I feel like it's. It's gonna. Both defenses are gonna make big plays in big moments. That's gonna not make it to so the. Both score forty points. Um, but I think one team's going to – I think it, it might come down to who has the ball last.
1: Yep. Your picks have been correct so far, but I think I, – I, I hope I get the Super Bowl
0: Oh, uh, I don't All know, All right, man. let's move on. Let's move on. All right. Okay, let's get into the top five free agents uh, by each position uh, for this season's off offseason. Um, let's start off with the quarterback position. Uh, number five, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, he has been kind of teaching Tua. Uh, he was starting for the first part of the season, then Tua was healthy again. So he was able to slide into that position. Uh, but Ryan Fitzpatrick kind of took over a little bit and later in the season. Uh, but w- Ryan Fitzpatrick has always been a quarterback who kind of jumps around the league. Uh, do you? So do you think he'll find another team to stay with, Dylan, or do you think he'll stay with the Dolphins?
1: I don't think there's really much point in signing Ryan Fitzpatrick, Ryan Fitzpatrick back. I think if they're going to go with Tua they bet they should probably just run with him um and just do what they have been doing uh I think I think they let him walk I mean he's not he's not a ton of money overall he's played I don't know he's like 35 years old so I think but I still think they let him walk there's not there's not really a point to sign a oh, starting quali- caliber quarterback when you already have a decent quarterback in uh, uh, promising quarterback into us. I don't know why it's a decent, yeah. promising quarterback.
0: Yeah, promising, yeah. Bright future, and especially because uh, if they're able to draft a wide receiver, um, that's what we went over yep. in our draft, uh, our mock draft. If you haven't listened to that episode, go listen to it. It was our third episode. Yep. Uh, we did a mock draft, uh, and we had the Dolphins taking um, a wide receiver, so that will help Tua. Um, but number four, we had Andy Dalton. We have Andy, Andy Dalton. Um, I mean, no, I, I don't. Okay, so number one on this list is Dak Prescott. And I think if they put all their time and money into Dak Prescott, which the news or the sports world has been kind of like looking, like when are they going to sign Dak Prescott? They've signed Amari Cooper. They've signed Ezekiel Elliott. When are they going to sign Dak Prescott? Um, But Andy Dalton, I feel like if they sign Dak Prescott, which I think they will, Andy Dalton uh, is not need there. And he's coming to the end of his career, um, similar to Fitzpatrick. Um, not a ton of money, kind of just wants to play still. Um, and he can still be a sort starting quarterback in this league. Um, but I, I don't think the Cowboys need to re-sign him here.
1: Yeah, I think Dak Prescott, they got to try to find the money he can. He set so many records in the four and a half game span that he did to play last season until going down with that horrible injury. Um, I don't. Andy Dalton played really well in his time that he was able to play with the Cowboys. Uh, he, had, he got mixed in with concussions, uh which was unfortunate, but he played well um, in the time that he did with the Cowboys last season. But I don't think there's any need to resign. Uh, also, um, they had they had the two backup third string quarterbacks that played um, last season. Um, so I, I they're not great at all, but they're decent backups. Uh,
0: I, so I just don't think they needed to sign Dalton back. Um, yeah. yeah, I agree. Okay, number three on this list is Jameis Winston, and this is really depends if if um. Drew Brees decides to play another season. Which I don't think he will, but that's just... I, I. But, yeah, I don't think he will either, but um, then they, I think they do sign Jameis Winston for the time being, um, just to kind of... Because Jameis Winston was a... a, a, a well, at one point... He was a starting quarterback, honestly. Yeah. And I think that he has the ability to, again, if he's able to figure out which team to throw the ball to. And he needs to throw the ball to the yeah. Saints, not whoever else right. they're playing. Yeah. And I think that's a fixable problem. Um, but I think they probably do sign Winston um, to maybe a one to three year contract for not that much. Uh, but just try to improve him and maybe even be a backup. Yeah, I
1: think, I don't think Drew Brees are trying. I'm, I'm a pretty big Saints fan. And I think James Winston would be a decent fit here. Um, I mean, but I, I, I think this Mac Jones probably won't fall to number twenty five which is where the Saints are picking. Um but and unfortunately you can't resign people uh before the draft or after the draft, but that because that would be fortunate. But I think they do sign James Winston back here. Um but I think if, if there's a quarterback available, they kinda could do one of those uh sign and trade deals um if they're able to get a rookie quarterback.
0: Yeah. Okay, number two on this list is Mitchell Trubisky. Um, he not really turned out as to what the Bears wanted him to, kind of been an inconsistent quarterback, decent, could be a starter still, um, but I, I think, I think the Bears will re-sign him to short, but I don't think they should. Um,
1: I think, yeah, Nick Foles, I don't think he's the starting quarterback, I think he had just had a couple seasons where he was just made some miracles happen, I mean, it wasn't entirely him, but it was mainly the team he was played with. Uh, I think Mitchell Trubisky he played well last season, um, especially in the second the second part when he when he played. Um, I don't really see see the need to pay someone else a ton of money when you have Mitchell Trubisky when you have Nick Foles. My opinion on this whole thing is I think Mitchell Trubisky should be a starting quarterback somewhere. If it's the Browns, I think he's just gonna ask too much money for the Browns to pay him when they already have Nick Foles. Um,
0: so, you mean the Bears? The Bears? Yeah, the Bears. Yeah. All right, and then number 1, Dak Prescott, uh must sign. Must sign.
1: We already talked about him. I think there's no reason not to. Let's move on to running
0: back. Yeah, and and they could give him the franchise tag of 37 million a year, which, which, is, which would make him I mean, him. yeah,
1: he did he did he, they did that last year. I think they just re signed him though.
0: he's a must he's sign. Must sign. A yeah. Must sign. Yeah, no matter what. All right, let's move on to the running backs. Uh, We did top seven for this because it's just the the biggest class um, for free agents this year. Uh, Number uh, seven was Todd Gurley. Atlanta kind of starting over. We had them in the mock draft, um, picking a quarterback, starting over with Todd Gurley. I don't don't really know how I feel about this one. I feel like Todd Gurley is a running back who didn't really have a great year uh, or hasn't really been great. With the Falcons in general, yep. um, I think it'd be okay if they didn't resign him. I would agree with I that. that I, the think, the world. I think
1: he should be a running. I, th- I think he should be a running back somewhere in the NFL. If it's, if it's a starting one, I don't know. I think he should be a running back though. I don't think the Falcons should have to resign him here. Um, they have some decent talent behind him with it- Ito Smith, um, some other some other backup caliber running backs, more of the third down guys, um, but. Uh, I think Todd Gurley just really hasn't played well, and he's getting he, he's not really that old, but his his knees are bad. Um, but overall,
0: but yeah, all right. And then number six, we had Le'Veon Bell, he's with the Chiefs. Um, probably, I don't, I don't, yeah. So Le'Veon Bell is an interesting case because he's been with the Chiefs for half a year, right? Uh, yep, half a um, year, yep, and he hasn't really done anything special yet. Um, We'll see in the Super Bowl. I think that I think they. I don't feel the need for them to re-sign uh, Le'Veon Bell. I mean, maybe if they give him a chance, another chance. But I think that Clyde Edward Clyde Edwards-Elair has a good future, and I think they should probably stick with him. I agree.
1: I think Clyde Edwards is the future. I think Le'Veon Bell isn't a super expensive. Um, so I think, and I think I thought Le'Veon Bell played better because. Quite a got hurt and I thought think if it wasn't for Le'Veon Bell, I don't know if they would have um made as good of a run as they have. Um I think either way it works. I think they should re-sign him. I think he should be a starting running back somewhere in the NFL, and I think it should be on the Kansas City Chiefs, a winning team that 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 can give
0: that has money that has some money to spend. Yeah. Uh and then number five is Leonard Fournette, and I think this is another probably must sign. Um they had him to a one year deal. And I think he's just made such a difference here. I think um, Ronald Jones, maybe they could trade him or something. I think he's made a pretty uh not enough, not necessarily a big difference, but I think he's definitely been that little player on that team that if without him, I don't they would probably like kinda like Le'Veon Bell, like we were just saying, yeah. like he hasn't really been big, but without him they may not be where yeah. they are. Um, so I think they do re sign him. Not very expensive. Um, but I think he probably should stick.
1: Uh yeah, I think Tom Brady needs a good running back. We talk, we've talked about that all, all all of our podcasts. Um, I think if they don't sign a back, it wouldn't be the worst. They don't have a ton of money to spend. Um, they have all those stars. Um, so they have Ronald Jones. So I think they have to go with one of them. I don't think they can go both. I don't think they can go none. Um, I think they have to pick between uh, Leonard Fournette's the pass getting back, Rojos. More of the he's not quite a power back, but he's able to get yardage. Um, I think either either one works. Um, my opinion, they should keep Leonard Fournette and try to trade Le- uh, Rojo away. Um, but they could do the opposite if they wanted.
0: Yeah, and then number four we have Philip Lindsay. Um, definitely a young offense there. Jerry Judy probably uh, will excel there. Yep. Uh, Drew Locke. We did I did see uh that the um we're gonna talk about the Stafford trade, but. The um Broncos did offer Drew Locke and a couple first round picks um for uh Matthew Stafford, but they uh the Lions did not want it. Um but Philip Lindsay, I think they do re sign him. Um just because they have a young team and so he's kinda gonna grow with the team. Yeah. Uh
1: I think so. I was doing my just predictions for next year, uh, just right now, uh, and I did the AFC West to start with, and I I think, I'm I think Philip Lindsay's a good running back. They got Melvin Gordon as well, who I think, is more of the pass catching back. Uh, he didn't he wasn't great. He, I think he had like a sub four yards per carry. Uh, Melvin Gordon did. Um, so I think keeping Philip Lindsay would be good. I think Drew Locke really just is not great. I think they, if they can, they have to go for a quarterback somewhere in the, in the future drafts. I don't think – with Drew Locke, I don't think they can excel as a team. Um, and I, I think keeping Phil Lindsay would be good. Um, but I think they have Melvin Gordon. and So, I think he should be a starting running back somewhere. I've said that about everybody right now except Todd Gurley. Um, I think the, the Broncos should re-sign him, though, because they do have the
0: money. Yeah. So, we have three more left. Uh, Chris Carson, I think he's a must-sign for the Seahawks. Um, just because he when he's not in the lineup you see such a difference he may not be the biggest name in uh the NFC but he is definitely very important vital to that Seahawks offense even though Russell Wilson's a pretty mobile quarterback uh when Chris Carson's not in the lineup you definitely can see um that the they're, they're hurting yeah uh
1: i they left their they let, where is their offensive coordinator now uh did he go to-
0: Brian Sch- I don't know where he went but um Hey, they got the Rams. Yeah, they got rid of them.
1: I th- so we knew that they ran the ball a ton with uh, Chris Carson with their old offense coordinator. We'll see about it with uh, the new Rams guy, but uh, they're more of a West Coast offense, which doesn't leave so much room as for a running back like Chris Carson, who's more of a power guy. Um, so I think they do re-sign them because they are a running team. At least they were, um, and I think they still will be have a variant of that. But they have some good young talent behind them. DJ Dallas, sixth-round pick. Um,
0: yeah, and he showed. He, he did he show. Richard
1: Penny, he wasn't even able to play last season, but he, he has shown talent at some point. There was their first-round pick in 2018. Um, and then... That that running game in the Seahawks... Is and well then, then Carlos Hyde also, another vet. Um, I think they they should keep Carson here. I think he will be asking for a lot of money. So I think there could be some big free agent signings uh, from some of the guys this um, year.
0: Yes. So we have two left. Kenyon Drake, uh Cardinals. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't really know. I mean Kenyon Drake, he's he has always been like that fantasy guy that you should draft him and he always Yeah, does he that. always
1: busts. Yeah, um, I agree. I, I was high on him this year and he busted. Um I think sorry, I, I, I let me just quickly quick, quick finish. Um yes, Um
0: please.
1: Kenyon Drake, uh I think the Cardinals are in a prime position here to draft a running back um they got traps etm Najee harris right in the 20 and the 18 18 that's their pick they got they're right in the 18 18th spot um and i think or 17 spot sorry um i think both those uh, rookie running backs could go there i think they'd both be a good fit um they could go the more the track star guy in Travis etm or the the who's or Najee harris who's i think the best running back in the class i have never won um, but so, I think they draft a running back here. I think they, the Seahawks could also do that if they're able to. Um, I don't think they need to stick with Kenyon Drake. He just really hasn't.
0: They're a little bit later. Yeah, though. maybe a bit later. Yeah, yeah, there's a couple. Like... I don't know if how well. I feel like if Najee Harris is still there, they should take him. But I don't think that – I don't think they should take Travis Etienne. He's not the running back this Seahawks. Yeah, I, well, yeah,
1: I agree. I think the Car- – I, I don't know about the Seahawks, but I think the Cardinals definitely could draft a running back here. I've heard some
0: mock drafts with yeah. running backs there, and I th- I agree with it. Uh. And then I think I'm ready to hop right into number one. Yeah, number one, Aaron Jones, uh, Green Bay running back. I think I see Aaron Jones. He's such an he's so effective for that Green Bay offense. I just feel like Green Bay is not going to offer him enough, and he's going to go somewhere else. Um, but I think that Green Bay should try their best. Yeah, to I was
1: doing my uh the, my predictions, and I actually think the Packers might win the Super Bowl. I think they definitely have a chance. I have them winning the Super Bowl, but that's just projections way too early, eight months in advance. Um, and I think Aaron Jones will be a big part of that. I think that the Packers offense relies around playmakers and they don't have a ton. They have Devontae Adams who is amazing. But after that, they really run short and that's where, that's where they need to take a receiver in the class. But I think Aaron Jones, is a big playmaker, he can catch the ball to the backfield. He can run the ball. He's just an all around good running back. Um, and I think without him, their offense really just stuttered. They have Aaron Rodgers, who's MVP this year, in my opinion. Um, I think they have Devontae Adams, who's really good, almost one offensive player of the year. And I think they, they need the third piece of the puzzle um, at, at running back with Aaron Jones. And I think they could add on more wide receivers I like think they need to do. Um, that's, I think they, I, they need to resign Aaron Jones. I know that he's going to want a lot of money, but I think they need to resign him.
0: Yeah. All right, let's move on uh, to the wide receivers. Try to go through these pretty quickly. Um, uh, Will Fuller, um, I mean, I feel like he's going to want to go somewhere else because Deshaun Watson's going to probably get traded. Um, there's nothing really else. I, the Texans are on a downfall, so, um, I, I, I think he's going to want to go somewhere. Oh uh, yeah, Will
1: Fuller got really in b- bad trouble for the drugs, the steroids this year, so he wasn't able to finish off a pretty good season altogether, um. But mm-hmm. I think he's not a bad player. I think he 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 can play well with a good quarterback like Deshaun Watson. So I think, and I think the Texans are just in a rebuilding mode right here. So I I don't think they need to sign him back here. He's just not the type of piece the Texans need. I think he needs. I think he can go somewhere else. Um, yeah.
0: Um, then we have Juju. Um, or no, sorry, Kenny Galladay. Yep. The. Lions yep. wide receiver, and they just got Jared Goff. I mean, I, like we said earlier, Jared Goff probably. I mean, not gonna instantly make the Lions better. Lions aren't really gonna be a great team, so I f- I think he, Kenny Galladay, like Will Fuller, is gonna wanna go somewhere else, uh, try something new because he's he's a very talented wide receiver. Yeah. Uh,
1: um. The unfor- uh, unfortunately for the Lions, Marvin Jones was actually number six in that uh, in my in our top six of. Uh, wide receivers in, the, in this in this list and and kenny Galladay both are free agents i just don't think the lions need to sign them both back even though they they do need some wide receiver they only have two under contract um daniel amandola is also a free agent um so i think they need to sign i, I don't think they they should sign either one of them back because they're just going to be terrible and there's no real point in just wasting that money on the really
0: talented wide receivers
1: um so i i think they will end up walking in free agency
0: all right, and then we have Juju and uh yeah, we said earlier they don't have enough. They have money no money. I, I
1: but they do uh also have so Juju we just don't we just don't think they can pay for him. So it'll be Deontay Johnson and uh Claypool and on, on the upstart. But I think it's fine. Which, I think Juju Which is a I think I think it'll be interesting to where Juju goes. He's a big personality. Um we'll see where we'll see where that takes him. I wonder, yeah.
0: That's that's yeah. That's yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> um then we had Chris Godwin, uh Tampa Bay Buccaneers, speedy wide receiver, probably I would say probably been Brady's favorite target this year. And if Brady stays, um I I no, I think Mike Evans I think
1: Mike Evans was. Mike Evans almost led the league in touchdowns behind Devontae Adams. Um, I think Chris Godwin he only played twelve games but he had almost uh a thousand yards, which was real pretty impressive. But um Brady, the Bucks offense just uh, it throws the ball a lot. Um, I mean he was he was a good target for Brady. Um, sorry, what were you gonna say? No, yeah, no, I,
0: yeah, Chris Godwin. I, I don't know. They have two other wide receivers. No,
1: Antonio Brown's I, also free agent this year, so it's it's just I think they need to resign Chris Godwin or uh, Antonio Brown. I think, and I think out of the two,
0: they should probably resign. Um, I agree. Chris I agree, but I think. Even though Antonio Brown is one of those players who's just going to be like, I want right. to play the game. Exactly. I, just, exactly. Like, at this point, I've, I've, like, they might even have enough money because um, he might, um, they only might give Antonio, like, a cup like, under $5 million a year and he'll yeah, be happy and,
1: uh, and also, we I don't know if we're going to be able to talk about it on this episode, but they, they got LaVante David also on free agency. So there's a lot of free agency yep. here, so we'll see who they decide to resign. All
0: right, and the wow. last... Um, the last one we're going to talk about this episode is Allen Robinson. We already talked about Mitchell Trubisky. Um, I, I think Allen Robinson is going to another Kenny Galladay type um, person in the fact that there he's going to want to go somewhere else. Uh, I think he is not going to resign with the yep, Bears. Yep, I agree. I don't,
1: the Bears don't have enough money to resign Allen Robinson in his contract that he deserves, and I think he he needs to go somewhere else as well. Um, I think uh, I think he goes. Pretty much anywhere that takes him, he's a possession guy. He's, he's he can go deep. Um, he can go up for the ball. There's a lot of stuff he can do. He's pretty adaptable. Um, yeah. Uh, just one more thing I'd like to add. Corey Davis is also a free agent from Titan from the Titans. I re- I love Corey Davis. He's one of my favorite receivers. Um,
0: probably one of the un- most underrated, the most in, underrated the
1: in the league. And I don't think the Titans. Really can re sign him, um, although they do need wide receiver depth because after AJ Brown, there really isn't anybody. I know I've said that about a lot of people, um, I mean,
0: Corey Davis, right? Yeah, Corey That's Davis, it? yeah.
1: Um, but I think he needs to go somewhere. He's he's a good type, like Allen Robinson, but um, yeah, we'll see. Um,
0: yeah. yeah, all right, we're getting into our big news portion of the show. Um, and we only have two pieces of news, because uh, we're going to focus on one of them. Uh, but we're going to start with a smaller one. L- uh, Leonel Me- Messi, oh, sorry, con- c- more commonly known as just Messi, uh, his contract uh, leak was leaked, or the contract amount. Um, everyone knew he was signed for four years. No one besides Barcelona executives uh, knew for how much. And a um, European newspaper leaked that it was about 600 million total. Over the four years, that's it, crazy.
1: That's so much money. That's just so much money. I, I, I'm just, not a big soccer guy, but much- I, I know money, and that's
0: a lot of money. <laughs> who needs that much money? That's I don't know. like I, I don't I don't even know how to comprehend that. Yeah, it's insane, pretty, pretty crazy. All right, quickly,
1: just on to the next sports. This this is NFL news, more what I'm suited to. Um, the big news, huge news: Matthew Stafford traded to the Rams for. Here it is. Goff Jared Goff, first round pick in twenty twenty two, a first round pick in twenty twenty three, and a third round pick in twenty twenty one. That's a ton of draft capital with with a former first round pick included.
0: Um first, first overall, right? First or yeah, just...
1: sorry, first overall pick included. Um let me just hop right into it. Uh what what my opinion is on the trade, uh the the effects of the trade. Um for the Rams, I think the trade will greatly help the Rams who are with a win now mentality. Um, Matthew Stafford, one of the best QBs uh, in the recent decades, will have a chance to play with the quote-unquote good team uh, with the Rams who have been to the playoffs each in the past three years um, with a historically great uh, – historically successful coach with Sean McVay.
0: Who is offensive-minded.
1: Yeah, great offensive-minded and a historically great defense led by Aaron Donald um, and then Jalen Ramsey now um, and maybe some more if they can
0: add. Yeah, and, and then, then the, Rams you have anything the Rams will also have to get a new offensive coordinator as the Seahawks signed their, Uh, the Rams offensive offensive coordinator to their offensive coordinator position. Yep. Um, So that, that kind of shakes up things as well. Um, so Stafford, a new start with a new OC. Um, But I think Sean McVay was uh, – I think he was the play caller for the Rams. So he's going to have a really good relation with um, Sean McVay.
1: Yeah, uh, I think I, some people disagree with me, but I think Matthew Stafford might be one of the greatest quarterbacks. Um, he's super tough. He's just a great guy overall. I, I like him. Um, and then on the this how it impacts the Lions. Um, this, this trade will help the rebuilding Lions with the addition of two first-round picks and then a third-round pick and a steady QB who isn't amazing um, and wasn't able to take the Rams to the next level. But Jared Goff um, – in the in the new new offense with a heavy contract um the lions aren't in a, in a position to win now but the picks will certainly get him on a right on the right track so i think that'll be good for the lions in the future
0: yep big trade big
1: trade big news the first of many
0: that does it for this week's episode of inside the stands sports podcast i'm owen willis alongside Dylan Wobblum, thank you.